If you've been part of Hope for any time at all, you know that seeing a spontaneous gathering of Hopers praying together on a Sunday morning isn't that unusual. I remember a Hoper, who was with the Lord now, who could be spotted praying with or over an individual or a couple, following a service, or even before the service began. I can think of many times when I've been chatting with someone and they're sharing a burden and the Spirit has prompted me to just pray with them right there in the room. Others may be visiting around us, but we'll take a minute and just lift up the need to the Lord right then. I know Mark has done the same far more often than me. So like I said, it's fairly common and something I'm so grateful for. I can't think of something that blesses the heart of God more than lifting up one another's burdens to Him. I also think it reminds us, believers and those who may not have crossed that line of faith, that we are completely incapable of solving our own problems or fixing the hurts of those we care about. Recently, a larger group than I've seen for a while was gathered and praying over Lisa Mousley, who most of you know is continuing to battle cancer. Bob shared at our day of worship a few weeks ago about how God has answered dozens of prayers on behalf of their son and even brought a miraculous healing that came so unexpectedly but so obviously from his gracious hand. Many at Hope have been praying for Lisa and have tried to meet physical needs as well. So many girls are dear friends of hers and are faithfully lifting her to the Lord. But this particular Sunday, I was filled up seeing the faith of these Hopers praying on her behalf reminding us that we are one body and that when one is hurting, we have the privilege of bringing that hurt to the throne of grace and ask for healing, comfort, and the presence of God to be near in the waiting. It was awesome to see the prayer being lifted with expectation that our good Father is more than able to do good for Lisa and her family and knowing that he would hear that prayer. Tanner led worship that Sunday, and I remember him speaking about the presence of the Holy Spirit where two or three are gathered, and the importance of making space to allow the work he was doing in his church. Our time of worship and song is clearly a time when we sense his presence, and we're challenged to open our hands and surrender to his will and his plans. And I believe in that same way, although less formal, the presence of the Holy Spirit was just as active and powerful in those gathered in prayer over Lisa and Bob. What I love so deeply is that when we ask for it, God is always going to show up. When we are willing to let go of what we think we can control, the Lord will 100% do the right thing and show himself faithful every single time. I am so thankful and for the way the Holy Spirit gently speaks to his children through our time of worship as a church family, through conversations and sharing needs, and for those who are coming alongside friends and bearing one another's burdens and carrying them to the Father. Sometimes that's during a Sunday service, and other times it's afterward or before, and still others, and probably more frequently, it happens any given Monday or Thursday as we live in connection to one another. Today I'm sharing a song that I was reminded of in thinking about this called Holy Sound by The Belonging Co. This song is so great and is a powerful call to worship. It starts like this. You need no invitation. This all belongs to you. We're full of expectation. We're going to see you move. Where two or three are gathered, there's power in the room. You're all our hearts are after. There's nothing you can't do. Yes, we believe that. Not only have we seen God move as we praise him, Hebrews 10.25 says, Let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some. 
I think it's because we need to be reminded of what can happen when we lift up our voices in song and in prayer and when we do it together. Verse 2 of this song is just as powerful, and the chorus says, Let everything with breath raise up a holy sound from east to west, till earth and heaven's praises shake the ground, raise up a holy sound. That sounds like a psalm we know, doesn't it? Psalm 150. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him with all the musical things, all the instruments. And then the last verse, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praising the Lord is done through song and dance, musical instruments, and even with our words. We're instructed to sing praise, but also to pray. James 5.16 says to pray for one another that you may be healed. And Samuel the prophet says to the people of God, Far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you. In any case, as we sing, as we pray, as we come together on Sundays to worship, let's look for the opportunity to see a miracle happen, to be open to what the Spirit of God is ready to reveal or restore as we turn to Him in faith and surrender. Find some time to listen to Holy Sound today by clicking the link below. And let's prepare now to raise up a holy sound the next time we're in the presence of God as a church family, in prayer, in song, in adoration.